Yo, what's happening? It's Vince McMahon. This is Chad G. Slim Villain. Together, we form the three-man group known as the Fabulous Three Bros. And this is... Subject to change. It's the show where we bring you all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else in between the ropes of professional wrestling. So stay tuned, and let's get it popping off. And if they're smart, they'll listen. And isn't it weird how like SmackDown and Raw, it's almost like they're running like, we probably talked about this like a million times, but they're running so different ways. It's like, it's crazy. Even the way they handle NXT, it's like SmackDown acknowledges NXT and Raw is kind of just like, Huh? You're right, because they did. Because he did say that when Finn Balor came, he said that they both acknowledged that, like, oh, two NXT, former NXT champions, and Sami Zayn and Finn Balor facing off. That's so true. It's like when it comes to Raw, it's just totally dropped. And, and it's the same writers too. I'm pretty sure, like on yeah. Raw and SmackDown, so it makes like no sense. Is it like a directive from like the network or something? I don't like, know. But, th- but that wouldn't make sense either, because you because NXT's on the USA, so you think that they would. Mention them like You're every chance they got. Exactly. Like I, it, I'm, I rack my brain trying to find out what the difference is between the two shows. Because if it's the same writing team, why is it like so such a contrast, like night and day between the two shows? I think because Fox pays them more, so they probably give a shit more. About, That's what I'm about, saying. I, th- about I think about they just happens. care more about Fox, and when USA, they just kind of mail it in. But like, we always come back to the three-hour show dilemma, so I'm not going to go on that rant again. Like USA got to grow some balls. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure USA's paying like a good amount of money to like close to a billion dollars. They don't care. They know they're gonna get that same amount of viewers that they get every week and that they're fine with, you know, like that barely creeping over a million range. Mm -hmm. And then they're gonna get that same audience every week. They don't really care what the product is. If unless that unless there's a dip to reflect it. I think like the uh the rolling loud audience, like not knowing who anybody is, I think that also like helped reflect like just how Mm -hmm unpopular like wrestling is i felt bad for that crowd man i felt bad for that crowd i felt bad honestly for the performers that had to go there because it was a good idea on them (laughs) i'll give them all the credit it was was a a good visual but yeah but at the end of the day the people who went to that show wanted to see music like i don't think they announced this prior to the tickets going on sale like oh you're gonna go to a wrestling show i think most of the people that were in that crowd were just camping out at main stage waiting for like the like you know the the best performers yeah, Bobby Schmurter was on yeah. right afterwards, too. So, like, they just waiting there, waiting for the next show, and they just like, when's this wrestling shit over? You didn't get no reaction from the crowd except for when the bell rang and it was over. They was like, yes, keep this shit going. <laughs> I think it was pretty obvious that it was thrown together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they they could have planned it a lot better, and I feel like it would have did a lot better. Yeah. Truthfully, I, I mean, as a viewer, we probably didn't really care. It was hard for me not to watch it trying to think about other people's perspective like oh what are they how are they thinking about like what's going on here but i mean us watching at home i guess we were supposed to just take it as this is still smackdown and this is what i think they took it as too yeah but i I just don't see why they should have made a better spot for it like they should have did something brought back some people that are more 
fan known, like fan friendly, maybe like I mean, you wouldn't want the John Cena spot that happened there because obviously he was just cutting a promo. But like Jeff Hardy, maybe he's on Raw, but who gives a fuck? Yeah, like they like, they, they they violate like the they gave the us brand split all the time. <laughs> I was just like really trying to figure out who they was gonna like put out there. I'm glad they put Bianca, but other than that, I was like Angelo Dawkins and Chad Gable. Yeah, and this is like, what you're showing people. And they wrestled like a regular match too. Like they would on like SmackDown, yeah. and, and like a match that like people that are wrestling fans wouldn't care about either. I'm like, like this is like, nothing impressive, bro. <laughs> I was trying so hard to care. Yeah, I was like, God, damn. damn. I mean, I, I like when Bianca came out. I thought she got a pretty good reaction from the crowd. And I mean, like, from what she's showing in the match, I was watching, like, it's no way people can't be seeing what she's doing in the ring and not be somewhat impressed. Or I, I think they literally could not see what was going on in the ring. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they could yeah. see that either. I was like, are they displaying it on the monitors? Like, like I don't see. Yeah, I thought they would be putting it on the monitors on the side. I didn't see it on the screen. I think that's what, like, going back to, like, what Dylan was saying. Like, I don't think they plan this out. Like too, like too yeah. well, and then with the piped in crowd noises, I was like, God damn it, could we just get a real reaction? I really wanted to see what the like actual legit crowd reaction would be to these people. They probably like, just saw crickets. Who cares? Like, come on. They probably yeah. just saw Bianca at one point flipping around for like six seconds, and that was yeah. They saw yeah, probably like, a few like oh oh shit moments, <laughs> but yeah. Can you imagine they did Rey Mysterio versus Ricochet or some shit like that, like on. Like they had like a five minute match with them just like doing like a they got all the high spot spot monkey people hype the crowd up like type of guys on Raw I feel like like Riddle, John Morrison, Ricochet. You think about if you put any of those guys out there, they would have like lit the crowd up. Yeah, I was I was saying to Dylan earlier too, like like if if they just did like the the match that Morrison and Ricochet have been doing on like Raw the past few weeks, I feel like that would have gotten the crowd and like at least like perked them up like a little bit just because they're doing like cool like flippy shit. Yeah. Shout out to the flippy shit. Shout out to the flippy shit. Well, yeah, wanna, oh, sorry. I was say, y'all want to flip into this episode, get it started? Yeah. Without further ado, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 21 of Subject to Change. It's your boys, the fabulous three bros, reunited again. Dylan, you missed the 20, 20th episode celebration last week. How was your trip in Mexico, bro? It was lit. It was lit. I had a lot of fun. I uh, got to eat. I had to take care of some business, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, what, had to win mean? some gold. You ain't winning oh. no titles. You ain't challenged Kenny Omega for the triple. Yo, Kenny Omega's, right? Omega's come for him. Kenny Omega's come for him. He's a CML champion now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, who? Uh, anyway, um, other voice you heard on the uh, on the vocal chords was Chad G, the pro wrestling journalist. What's good, G? What's good? What's good? What's happening? And Jump of course, the gun there. You got your host, the former predictions champion, womp, womp, womp. Vince McMahon's here. It's all good, man. I'm going to get my title back one of these days. Yeah. But as it stands right now, there is no champion. Which is no, we got I'm some saying. controversy here. <laughs> I'm, we're, we're, so are Dylan uh, like double champions? Or as always, we got to open up with some NPC title complications per usual to open the show. Here's the deal. It's the same situation that happened when you lost your title chat. We have two winners here, but it's tied between the two. Y'all both have a score of uh, a five. And but I'm not four only, and a half. But. but not only that, we are S2C co-champions too, right? Like we talked eh, about. Eh, I eh. think that, that title has to go to a solid prediction. I mean, y'all both, both Chad, you predict that Seth would interfere in the main event. 
Dylan, you predicted that Cena and Roman will have interaction. Both Which they did. Predictions. They yeah, both, 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 did. both came true. Both I came predicted, true. now hear me out, I predicted that the person who won Money in the Bank would cash in the same night. Technically speaking, did not happen. You were specific. Ash, you were specific. Did not Nikki happen. Ash, Nikki Ash cashed in within 24 the next hours. Night. No, it was 26 hours. That's not hours. the same. That's not the same. That is not the same within, night. Within it was 26 hours, hours though. It, but it wasn't within 24 hours. It was in 26 hours. So no, that was over. The, oh yeah, then it, oh, it wasn't. The they they started the show. Okay. All right. So. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, regardless of what I predicted or not, there is no solid number one predictor for the S2C title. So Unless y'all can just be co-holders of it, y'all. He's gotta have like we gotta have like a ladder match, like uh, like Sean and, and, and Razor Dave when they both. Y'all gotta just start, yo, S two C title. You don't have to. You don't have to make predictions on the show for S two C. It's kind of like the. It's kind of like the twenty four seven title. You can just throw some shit out on a, a random Wednesday and be like, uh, fucking Mustafa Ali's gonna beat Karen Cross next week or something. Yeah, we should have like four. It, it'd be like a ladder match with four titles because we're both the predictions champion. And then we're both the S two C champions. We both have well, four titles. From how we decided, ring. from how we decided this last like a two man power trip, it was the person who was former champion got to decide when the next car would be for y'all to predict. Uh-oh. So I will choose, I will choose the next card at a later date, but it's gonna have to be before. What's next up? SummerSlam. SummerSlam, yeah. But when is all out? Is that, yeah, be, is that before? Is that after? Probably after SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam. I was thinking. Soon. I was thinking. When's the next AEW uh, show? But I don't know. Um, but Rock anyway, prediction stuff aside, y'all want to get into recapping Money in the Bank and uh, the, the pay per view overall? What were y'all thoughts on the uh, the overall show? I thought it was. I thought it was a yeah. really dope show. Solid card through and through. Except, I would say except. The women's money in the bank match. I hated that match. That was yeah, I, I didn't. That like was it. that was very sloppy for some reason. Yeah, garbage. I mean, I felt like every woman in that match just kind of looked like an idiot in like multiple times. Like, for one, the spot with them just like tossing the ladders on top of Alexa Bliss, and then somehow that keeps her like a person who's supposed to have some kind of mystical powers. They somehow just get trapped by getting like. Just bombarded with ladders. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't like that Lexa Bliss character at I'm all. I know. So very bad. <laughs> I predicted her to win, and I don't know why, but I had a feeling she kind of would do some wonky shit. She teased it in the beginning, where she kind of just like put her hand up. I thought they would do something crazy, where like the briefcase just dropped into her hands or something. I would have like never watched that shit. I'll be like, that's some bullshit. But. She inherited the same problems that Bray has, where once the bell rings, like you can't really do anything. With these yeah, characters, because it just don't make sense. It doesn't make sense in a wrestling context, really. Like it's like, it's it's not like the Undertaker. Undertaker wasn't really doing mystical shit like in his matches. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of just like no sell some moves and stuff, and that would be like the extent of it. He like set up, but he wasn't doing like shooting lightning from his head yeah. like in the middle of a match. You do it like during segments, but he was just some nigga's goth uncle. Like that's literally all <laughs> Undertaker was. Pretty much. But like, what what are y'all thoughts overall on women's Money in the Bank matches? Because for for some reason, for me, it they don't hit at all. Like, I feel like out of most of them that we had, they most been most of them bad. I feel I like the one that Bailey won wasn't the, bad. Which one? Most of them were uh, Naomi had like the two like puffs. She's like had like the bumblebee. Was that I like, think that was the that I think was that was twenty nineteen. Yeah, so Bailey. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, the I think only one like I can think of that's good because I just watched that one recently, but. 
The one before that was good too. It's just that Alexa Bliss won it after like doing nothing the entire match. So it was kind of like uh-huh. I thought the same away. thing was about to happen. I wouldn't James have predicted Ellsworth. her if I if I remembered that she didn't if that she won before. But yeah, that James Ellsworth shit, that was the first yeah, one. James Ellsworth won the first one. It's like they just have a bad streak of having like <laughs> worthless winners. And like you think about Oscar won it, but then she didn't even really cash in. She just had it, the title handed to her. So Yeah, no one has really like held it since like Carmella like three years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't really compare it to anything. They don't so, use it as like a storytelling device. Like like with Edge, like Edge and like all the subsequent winners like afterwards that they use like the money in the bank to tell like stories for like months basically like centered around the briefcase. Like think about like Seth Rollins too. Like that was part of his character for like mm-hmm. almost the whole year was him having the briefcase and like having that option to cash it in. It seemed like with this they just used women's money in the bank for a cheap pop like a, a nice quick reaction a surprise you can get out of the crowd. Like for one none of us predicted Nikki Ash to win the match like even with our dark horse predictions none of us none of us would have ever thought that Nikki Ash would walk out she just walked up everybody was battling just climbed over everybody everybody just ignored her she just grabbed the shit and won then the next night on Raw main event match she cashes in gets a shock out of everybody see I don't think that character is like over to the extent they didn't build it up enough yeah like they didn't give it enough time to like like, like, I like Nikki Cross but it's mm -hmm. still like Damn, like I was listening for her reaction when she came out to really judge what the crowd is really feeling with her. And it wasn't bad. It was it was kind of just like, yeah, yeah, we here. Like it wasn't thought, nothing super, but I'm wondering what kind of rub she's gonna get from like cashing in on Charlotte because they think that's the ultimate move. That's oh getting anybody over. So like, <laughs> her, sure. her her raids are such bullshit. The past like mm-hmm. like five of them. But also like what, going back to what you're saying with her reaction, I felt the same when she won the briefcase and when she cashed it in. Like, it was. It felt like the crowd was like, "Oh, like this is supposed to be a big moment, so we should react." It didn't feel like mm-hmm. like a big like explosion of yeah. uh, of people. It's like, not the- organic, really. Mm-hmm. It seems like they kind of they're trying to force a moment, like you said. And with Nikki, I mean, I don't think anybody is against Nikki. It's just it's it's happening rather soon. It's happening quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think robbed. she she doesn't like. Like Nikki, I feel like she could like, get this character over, but I feel like they might have given her the title like too soon mm-hmm. off of that before like they established her, and she's not really like an underdog. I feel like they're kind of presenting her like an underdog like character. She's not the, 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 almost a superhero. Yeah, I don't she's think she's underdog. She beat like Rhea Ripley. Um, well, not the, um, for the past like few weeks, like the past like month, like even though through like dumb circumstances, she beat. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, mm-hmm. and then she won the Money the Bank and then immediately cashed in and won the title. So you're saying she getting too many wins to be an underdog? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I, I mean, guess so, that, like, she was like a two-time tag team champion. So. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of going, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. I was saying, like, her credibility was kind of lost after she left NXT, like, because, I mean, she wasn't no underdog in NXT. She was like, Asuka was the number one. She was pretty much number two during that time. But, she didn't win a lot of big matches in NXT. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, main roster, she's been treated like a joke. And I think that's kind of why she is viewed as the underdog now. She got cheap wins over Rhea and Charlotte, but then again, those are roll-ups. So I mean, it's just it's, it's crazy to think now that like we're already here. When we when we first talked about 
Nikki Ash or Nikki Cross getting this push. Chad, I distinctly remember you saying you don't think she'll get the title. Yeah, I, I, I'll probably say that, that too. Yeah. I said she'd get that. super over. Mm-hmm. I was I was pretty optimistic about it. I said I think this is gonna turn her up. Like, but I did I did not I could not see this coming. So. I thought her ceiling was like hurricane type character where she's like an over mm-hmm. like mid Carter like like she's over yeah. with hands, but they don't push her to like that main event level. I'll tell you this though, I'm more excited for this than I am with anything involving Rhea and Charlotte. Definitely, I, they they definitely burned through that. But I will give them credit for having a really, like, I would say a great match at Money in the Bank because that crowd was hostile towards them to begin the match. They're Becky. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't seem like they wanted to give him, like, the time of day. They, I, I don't like that when crowds go into shows expecting something and then they get let down when that, Immediately, thing, though, when that too, thing that like, they make up and in their mind happen and doesn't happen. Granted, Becky Lynch shouldn't be teasing and shit on Instagram talking about some, oh, just be great running whatever, whatever she said. But... Then again, fans, y- y'all need to stop getting mad when you get disappointed that your made-up fantasy doesn't happen. Oh, God. I, I really hope CM Punk is at all out. I can't. I, I don't want to see the crowd. We got, uh, really Oh, my God. We're we going to get into it. We, we are going to get into that. it. But um, <laughs> let's just run down the rest of Money in the Bank. Um, we, we talked about women's Money in the Bank. I guess we don't have to talk about Rhea and Charlotte since that's pretty much irrelevant now. Like, Charlotte won, came away with a shock win. Um. I don't think it was a shock. Yeah, it wasn't much of a shock. Um, let's talk about the Mysterios and the Usos because that's honestly why the fuck did I pick the Mysterios to win? No way. I picked the Mysterios. I didn't no think they were. Gonna, I thought they were going to build up to it more. I didn't no think way. they were just going to. Oh no! I yeah. knew they were going bloodline immediately once crowd came back. I was like, Yeah, it was so obvious all the way. Especially considering Jimmy like, didn't get suspended. Yeah, he didn't nothing happened to him. But also, like, what are the implications? What did it mean if, like, they really let down Roman again? That's kind of what I was thinking, like, going into this match. I was like, if they lose again, how are they going to go back to Roman, you know, going into this title defense with Edge to say, oh, we lost again. It was like, I was like, I can't see it. But then again, another side of me was like, would they really give the title to Jimmy Uso, like, a week, two weeks after he got arrested? (laughs) 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 I mean, I don't got a problem with it. Some people online was like, they thought it was kind of weird or bad of them to do it but i mean the man didn't fucking beat no woman or something he didn't kill nobody like gosh god damn what y'all want i i could see the other side where like because this is like multiple times he's gone like duis so, like this isn't his first but, yeah but i think but punishing I him would have been anything. worse punishing him would have been worse so uh, moving right along uh y'all want to talk about the men's money in the bank match oh i love that match that was a great oh one. yeah that was a great, great match. match yeah peacock actually like Oh fuck oh, Peacock for that crazy one. Oh, I forgot that about match. that. God damn. God damn. I had to had to go the alternate methods yeah. to uh to, to to watch that match. Peacock I guess the, the positive out of it is that we got our first kind of somewhat popping tweet, not viral, but well, I, I posted the video like my screen fucking frozen. It's like I'm having a great time watching this shit because that shit was terrible. I had to, yeah, we had to literally rely on illegal streaming sites. But um, uh, the, you didn't hear that from me. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly yeah, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, <laughs> We had to find alternative methods, but like, goddamn, come on, Peacock, get your shit together. This is inexcusable. But especially during that match, I was like, yeah. that was a match I was looking forward to the most. Yeah, right, right. My dude, I was I was looking forward to seeing Biggie's entrance to see how the crowd like embraced him, and then it started sputtering. <laughs> goddamn, but we all got the uh the. 
probably the most expected winner, which I was, I was surprised, man. I should have. Oh, God damn it. I should have picked Big E, man. I should have picked him as my partner. They actually pulled one. it off. Mm-hmm. They did. I was I mean, I was a little shocked, but at the same time, it, it was expected. You know what I mean? Yo, how did you just talk that fast for five seconds? Like, what the hell? How did you do that? Wait, what happened? Oh, I think the stream is. I think the stream is kind of messing up a little bit. <laughs> That's like on YouTube. We were, YouTube. Talk, we were just talking about Peacock and now we're having Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard it with you. Oh, I know you heard it. Is funny. It, happened, it happened with you two earlier, then, but I was like, wait, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, Sorry. y'all both predicted Big E. Like, um, we did. So with that being like, was the, was the choice too obvious for you or you were satisfied with the outcome, obviously? Oh, uh, no. I was I, very satisfied. Yeah, very sad. Sometimes the obvious choice is the best choice. And that and that was the case here. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just too like blatantly obvious that they were going Big E. So that's why I kind of thought it would be going a different route. Like, what I would have been, been hostile towards the winner. Same. If it same. wasn't Big E. Yeah. Shit. I, imagine if they went Drew, man. Imagine oh, if no. they really went Drew. Drew's getting a little bit of booze too. Like I'm glad. The, I'm the glad. Match. They need to learn, man. They need to learn. Um, some, I, I thought he was incredible in that match. Oh, of course, yeah. You know that was expected. They threw him in to be the spot monkey. The, the height he got on that when he, when he got pushed off the ladder by Riddle, he bounced off the rope and hit like a a senton, a flipping senton. That was insane. Like the height he got. Mm-hmm. Oh man, man, but um, in fact, like I think, like what of, like just him that that the, the whole move, like we like we walked the tightrope on the top rope and then jumped on the ladder. Oh yeah, like that went viral. I'm pretty sure too. Mm-hmm. Like he had non wrestling fans, like talking about that. Like yo, what shit is goes this? viral every week, yo. I swear he do something every week to get people talking. And just like. You could like why does he why do they not do anything with him? Like you don't need to have him cutting promos. <laughs> like he can get over just by doing his moves. Just by have like a match, basically. He can wild mm-hmm. the crowd and get over I'm, that way. I'm still waiting on him to get into the hurt business, but eh, it's not happening at this point. I don't uh, think anybody's during the hurt yeah, business. Yeah, we probably get a split up between them before anybody else get in. Um, but yeah, I mean, speaking of the hurt business, man, he it was surely was some hurt business for Kofi Kingston. Oh, match. oh I, man, it wasn't as bad as Brock, but you could argue that was a little bit worse. Maybe hurts my soul. <laughs> Kofi's my dude. Yeah, but man. I mean, I'm not. It was necessary. It was necessary. I love it. This this run that we have with Bobby Lashley, we gotta enjoy it while it's here, man. We gotta make him look as dominant as powerful as possible because he's on a run unlike any other. Right. It's now. just a shame it had to be Kofi. Too, yeah. Cause he got like I think he got like one of the best like reactions of the night of like anybody mm-hmm. like, on the card. Like he got he's like, always gonna have that reaction. there in his pocket. Like, and it, he he gets like some of the biggest reactions like on the roster, and then when he gets like in main event spots the past few times, mm-hmm. like he's just there to be fed like fodder basically. All of I, our champions recently have been these muscly, juicy, juiced up guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it hasn't been many. Last person I can recall is Kofi. Like I feel, uh, I feel like he could have taken Drew. I feel like they could have done like a Drew, yeah. like Kofi competitive match matchup yeah. between them. Oh well, they actually I mean, did. We, do we know we know Kofi can go. We know he can go if they if they want to give him the time. But he can also make somebody look. Oh yeah, he did a great job. I thought which, too with like gaining sympathy too. Like that's also like an underrated like skill. 
is mm-hmm. to be able to get the crowd to like buy like well obviously everyone buys Bobby Lashley like, as a monster just yeah. by looking at him but just like the intensity got turned up with like how Kofi is selling in that match like the crowd like anytime Kofi like even showed like a little bit of life like the crowd like got up for it and then Bobby Lashley with the great heel work he would just like immediately shut it down and then like put his like finger to his lips and shush the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering now if they pull that biggie trigger on Bobby, maybe with the draft coming up, we might get a little switch up. But obviously with the money in the bank briefcase, he got the freedom to do whatever. I wonder if they will come back to this later on with Biggie having the briefcase. I don't know why, but like I- I've seen like so many of like so many people like fantasy booking Biggie versus Bobby or Biggie on Raw, like as a champion, but mm-hmm. I just keep going back to like Biggie and Roman as like the match. Yeah, because it's hard I to think of anybody had. to dethrone Roman at this point. And I think like it could make Big E like Roman. I think it's already made like mm-hmm. by this point. Point. I think like you can make another guy on his level that's a full time guy. Like yeah. Big E, if you ha- if you have him beat Roman, and that's what they desperately need. I think they could build to him beating Bobby. Like it'll be more believable for him to beat Bobby. They could they could build to that quicker than they could with Roman. If you get what I mean, you know, like, cause yeah, I think, I think it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of time to build Biggie up to be as equitable as Roman. But I think Bobby's run has been so recent in this like dominant, like him being so dominant and like being the champ. I think they could, they could do a cash in on him in a few months and it will be like, it'll be a pretty believable feud. But like with Roman, I think you still need to give him a little bit of time. Like, you know, I, I agree that with that a little bit. too, but I think like it might be worth it to do that. Like, to put that time in for like the like the results on like the yeah. other end have them hold it for close to a year like 10 months or so yeah but yeah like yeah. that like i like i think like it could be worth it on the other side to have biggie like be the one that that beats roman because yeah if he beats bobby like he's at the top still but like you can still you can tell like the dirty championships like a, a wrong above like below the universal title mm-hmm. still like the like, universal title is like the big 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 title yeah, yeah. And if you Romans had it definitely. I mean, even when Brock had it too, it kind of mm-hmm. was viewed as like that more prestigious upper echelon, supposed to be the main guy. And then if you have like Biggie like beat Roman, then like you're putting him on that level, like within right away. Yeah, right away. What does the universal title mean to y'all? Like, what when you think of the name, what does the title <laughs> represent? Because I've always thought of this, like <laughs> I've always thought it's like when it first came out, I'm like, okay universal maybe this person is like the champion of the wwe universe yeah so like they're the kayfabe champion and then the wwe champion is like the company champion mm. i don't know i, I don't know what I'm thinking. i feel like it, it kind of depends on like sometimes which brand it's on and like who's holding it yeah. I feel like if the Universal title was on Raw right now and Bobby Lashley like had it and Roman had a WWE title, I feel like the WWE title would probably be the big title. You're yeah, right. I guess so. I think yeah, I think I think Dylan's right. It's like who's feuding who's like, holding who's it. People feuding, yeah, who's holding it yeah. and who's like vying for it. I think like basically he's like whoever Roman's after, like right now, because he's like the top dog, no pun intended, in like the mm. company. <laughs> So universe, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to think about like symbolically 
what what that title means. It's all because at saying. first it was kind of like okay, so it's it's the just Raw another title. Yeah, it's just the Raw. Why didn't they just call it the Raw World Champion? I don't know. Yeah, it, it, and it's it like it moved. Yeah, because like you had Finn Balor first Universal Champion, and then Kevin Owens held it for a long time, and then Goldberg beat him for it. And then Lesnar, Lesnar beat Goldberg, and then he like disappeared for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. That was the worst. That was one of the worst periods. Just and having then, Brock hold it, hold the title hostage. Oh shit! He held it for a year, didn't he? Because Seth Rollins yeah. beat him like the next WrestleMania. So, so I think he did hold that for like a year. That's when Samoa Joe should have won it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forget. That was like he faced like Braun during that period. Yeah, Braun had a pretty hot run too, and then I think that's when he got dubbed for the first time. And then I, I don't think Brock liked uh, Braun. He, he always used to like sift the shit out of him at some point. Yeah, that guy's a fucking <laughs> idiot. Guy. He probably thought he was a dumbass. That guy's a meathead. <laughs> you don't want to get involved with guys like that. Trust I me. <laughs> what voice is that? Is that Paul Heyman? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Brock. No, that's Brock. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we didn't see yeah. a Brock comeback. Um, if we were, if we want to keep in talks with Bobby, we did see uh, Goldberg show, show up though. Mm-mm-mm. Goldberg, fifty. I'm hold on. Oh, wait, wait. I, I'm jumping the gun. I'm jumping the gun because I mean, it's one more thing we can talk about with Money in the Bank, but obviously it's not much to it. Oh, Edge and Roman. Blah blah blah. We got what we got. Pretty good match. Seth interfered. Blah blah blah. Anyway, yeah, we'll talk about that later. What's going on with Roman? But um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> so i mean where do we want to go from here because it's it's a lot of jumping jumping like we can we can go to like we could talk about cena a little bit because we saw him on we saw him too many fucking times to me saw him on sunday boom came out (laughs) saw him on monday boom came out didn't do shit on monday why he went to raw who knows i don't know i guess just because they were in the same city they were like have him come out whatever but it just felt so like meaningless like and i thought him having a moment with Riddle would have been more cooler than that. I thought it was kind of lame. Just them just like, bro, bro, bro. And then he just left. I was like, reminded oh, me of, I get it now. It's like, it reminded okay. me of Finding okay. Nemo. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the, yeah. Bro, the turtles. <laughs> like, I don't know. But um, we, we got more returns, though, on Monday, which I wanted to get into. First one, um, which was the one that delighted me most, was seeing Keith Lee pop up. Come back out, got jobbed out to Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Were y'all mad at that? Were y'all yeah, mad at that? I was I fucking yeah, yeah, I don't y'all like how I don't like how Goldberg over shit like the, because this happened to him before where he faced Drew for the W Championship on mm-hmm. Raw, and then Goldberg immediately comes out like right after the match and overshadows like what he just did. I feel like that happened again with him. I feel like he might have been better served like like beating somebody in his return. Yeah. Instead of just like losing, because I feel like you could have gone to to Lashley versus Lee, like on a pay per view maybe. When he like came out, I was like, "Oh shit!" I totally forgot that Keith Lee is somebody that could probably beat Bobby at some point. Not now, but at some point. I was and like, "Why is the match that I wanted for SummerSlam? Why is he getting jobbed out right now? Like, <laughs> yeah, what is going on?" That's my y'all, issue. Y'all niggas was really mad. I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad. I wasn't, I wasn't, mad. Mad. I wasn't I was mad, but I was like, yo, this is like, and, and like better. when Goldberg <laughs> came out there and I'm like, this is for fucking Goldberg. Like, <laughs> that made me mad. Like, I'm like, yo. I was happy to see Keith back with a song that is like, that's good, like good enough for to fit him. 
Um, I was just really just happy to see him. I thought the match would last a little bit longer, but then again, I mean, we going back. We got to have Bobby look strong as fuck. Whether or not Keith Lee had to be the fucking uh, sacrificial lamb, I don't know. But it's like I mean, every time he built up momentum, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. it's gone somewhere. I mean, this is comeback. Drop. I'm this like, is oh, comeback. Wow. He, he got a little fuck? bit of building up to do because when he first came up to the main roster, he really hasn't even gotten his try yet. So I, I, I don't think it really hurt him that much. It didn't really bump him down as much further than where he was. You know what? WrestleMania is in Dallas next year. So, oh, oh. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of months. It's a lot of months left. It doesn't like kill quickly, obviously, to lose the dominant world champion. Yeah, I just think that they could have. I think they could have like established him mm-hmm. better as a, got a little bit more offense. Yeah. But I think I don't know if he should have been like the guy for this, like to for Lashley, like the run through mm-hmm. at this point. Because I feel like you could have gotten like a like a pay-per-view match like yeah. out, out of this. I guess yeah. that's that's a good reason why they saved like a majority of that action. They didn't give us too much. They just kind of gave us a taste. But I think he, like, precisely beat him, though, too. <laughs> like, precisely. Yeah. He's just not ready yet. He's not ready yet. We'll come back to it. But for right now, we got somebody who just came fresh off their couch, ready for action, per usual. Old-ass fucking Bill Goldberg. <laughs> How old is Bill? The song slaps. The song slaps. At least but... he didn't bash his head on the door like he's been doing in the past. Like <laughs> they ain't even show times. the door. They ain't show him coming out the door this time, did they? He just popped up. You're... And... Yeah, you're... he might have done that. You're right. He might have done that. Yeah, but at least he didn't, he didn't cause off the bleed. Bill Goldberg like he's is before. Four. He's 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 younger than I thought he was. Honestly. Fifty-four. No, kudos to Goldberg for getting his money. I'm just tired of seeing this man. He's in yeah, shape. Period. I'm but. tired of it. I just, I mean, I'm here for a Lashley squash match in two minutes. I'm fine. I, I can have it. Just do not. If I see Goldberg going over Bobby. But it's like we've seen it before. Like, so, yeah, we have. And my problem with it is that Drew, so do that Drew beat the shit out of Goldberg. And Drew been fighting Bobby for how many months and mm-hmm. couldn't beat Bobby? Why should Bobby beat or why should Bobby face off against Goldberg? It, everything set itself up so perfectly too for like Brock to be the opponent, so it's kind of like disappointing. Because mm-hmm. like, like you had the parallels too of like Brock like beat the shit out of Kofi, and then yep. Bobby beat the shit out of Kofi, and now like he'll use the clash. Like he, he was the, he was a dream match. Like like there are a few dream matches in wrestling, but that's one of them. But Brock and Bobby, and you're like, oh, what could be a bigger stage than a football stadium? In mm-hmm. Las Vegas, but we get Goldberg and Bobby. Fucking <laughs> Goldberg. I mean, fuck? it's a nice little swerve, I guess. I, I'm it's not, not a nice swerve. <laughs> no, I don't not, think it's a nice swerve. I mean, I wanted to just, I was just kind of wanted to say they are swerving us a little bit on SmackDown too, but we will get into that. But um, one more thing that they swerved us on a little bit, swerve oh, I ain't talking hit row. Oh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> those, not, not a- I'm talking about I'm my boy Double K carrying cross showed up on Raw. What's his middle name? There's one K away from it being a problem. Carrying Cross. Oh God. But yeah, Karen Creeth Cross came out. Dominant NXT champion. Nobody can stop this man. He's the undefeated. Greatest. He has the greatest Saito suplex we've seen in ages of in the history of wrestling. He's an MMA fighter. Slash Everyone shout. Casino dealer. Casino slash. dealer. Slash motorcycle rider. Slash 
He also has a he has a Mustang, I think, too. He's got leather jackets. He's got a hot wife or fiance or major. They do, or whatever the they, do they drink. They drink virgin blood. They do satanic rituals, fall and pray, carry and cross. Coming out here against who? Jeff fucking Hardy coming out the no more words. I say, yo, I ain't see Jeff Hardy in how many years? Who was that? Who was that lame ass? Who was that lame ass nigga they had coming out here pretending to be Jeff for the last how many years we seen him? Because the real Jeff Hardy is back. The imposter. The, yeah, somebody was, got rid of the imposter. It was Nero or Willow. <laughs> so he had to fade away and classify himself as obsolete. <laughs> and then here comes real Jeff Hardy. And guess what? That fucking song is more over than Karen Cross' entire existence. So <laughs> niggas better fall and pray to that. And Karen Cross and fall his pray his ass back to the bottom of the rankings, nigga, because you're trash. You get fucking I rolled can't. up. Send your ass packing the NXT. I know y'all, we was talking about this through text. Y'all was a little bit tight about Cross getting his roll up. Me? <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm I wasn't laughing. tight. I was <laughs> I was laughing. I was very amused. I'm laughing. Because it's not, look, it's not about Cross. It's not about Cross getting rolled up. Because like 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 Dylan said too, like I don't and like you said, I don't give a shit about carrying cross. It's more about what that means for NXT and like their brand. And that he's a champion. <laughs> yeah, undefeated champion. Yeah, a lot. Of, a lot of people had a problem with it because it's like, what does this mean? Every time we talk about it, often. Every time we see somebody crossing over from NXT, they come to the main roster, and it's like everything they do is just irrelevant up to that point. And then you see Cross, a guy who is washing everybody in NXT. I think he's still undefeated, right? He's still yeah, undefeated. NXT, so never NXT, beating so nobody. Cool. All the Vanilla Mitches that's over there, he's squashing all of them, eating their fucking heads off. He comes here. He gets wrote about Jeff Hardy, a man that be losing on main event to fucking Arya Davari. Devere. Fucking. And this I was is like, over. wow, this is this is crazy. It's over. <laughs> I didn't think it. I, I thought it was just more like, yo, Kane Cross sucks. And it was like, it was really like amusing to see yeah. that maybe someone backstage sees that we think he I, sucks. That's exactly how I took it. Like, and that's why I'm not too upset about it like i see but the perspective of like it still ruins pretty the bad, reputation but of get NXT. the title off of it for yeah. Yeah. Do that shit like, like no but i think last week. if we're if we're considering kayfabe and we're considering the story that's going on you look at nxt what are they talking about everybody's playing on the fact that karen cross is smoking mirrors he's not what he appears to be he's not really this dominant guy they adam cole said himself as soon as you get under that spotlight you're not the guy and then he went out there on raw and he showed it I'm just wondering if they're going to try to find a way to tie this in and make it actually relevant to what's going on in NXT, or if it's just two completely separate worlds. As they have to now. Like, it's been two completely separate worlds, because Adam Cole said that before their takeover match, when it was, what was it, a five-way? And yeah. And then Karen Cross beats all their asses, and then it wins. So, like, he proved them wrong with that. Like... He, he, he mm-hmm. like on the show, he proved that he's he's better than. All he said, "You may be our asses, but when you go up, there, when you go up to the real world, you are gonna see." Yeah, it just makes just like the rest of us. That. It just makes like the entire <laughs> made of it picture. You think you're special on this it. brand? Nobody makes it out of here with their reputation. Like it you makes know? this this class of NXT make like look like a uh, wimp's work. 
Yeah. But also, though, he beat Finn Balor's ass twice. He beat him decisively, I think, like, w- like one of the times, like, pretty decisively, like, mm-hmm. the last match. And now Finn Balor's facing Roman Reigns for the Universal title. Yeah. The SmackDown and Raw are two completely different because universes. Everything mm. is just a completely different universe. Like, NXT, like, it- it's back to being just, like, a developmental brand, strictly. I feel like, like, th- I feel like, like, after Survivor Series 2019, I feel like they've dropped, like... They want to peg down? Yeah, I think them losing to AEW and having to move nights. I think that I think that also they've been like, losing AEW even when they was neck and neck. Listen, I mean, we could talk about it now. Even I when think, they was on the same night, they was losing. Yeah, I think that might have been why. Like, just like, uh, I don't really see you as like a third brand anymore. You're kind of just like developmental. If I'm keeping it a buck with the <laughs> like last three episodes of Raw, I would say Raw is my third show, and NXT is my fourth. Oh wow! Mm, I don't know. You don't know yet? Because you said NXT was NXT a is a chore. NXT, NXT is, is hard to get through at the moment. It really is. That's true. I mean, it's just like weekly we have these solid matches, not much really going into them. You know, it's just like you know you're going to get like some good competition, some good head-to-head action. But other than that, it's nothing I can really sink my teeth into. Hit Row is still very early in their development. But their main champion, it boils down to the champ. Like when I go to tune into the show – I don't really, it's not really somebody that sticks out as like the reason why I'm tuning in. It's definitely not cross. Hit Row is working their way up. Like I said, you know, I like Kushida, but I mean, even he's not a huge character that I'm so, like, such a proponent about. NXT is like noticeably like different. And they don't really focus as much on like characters and like storylines. I feel like, I feel like some characters they do. But, like, for the most part, they're very much, like, in-ring work driven. Mm-hmm. And, like, after a while, it's kind of like, all right, we know you guys can wrestle. We know you guys can put on, like, good matches. But it's like, what else? <laughs> like, it's like, like no stories. Like, what is Kushida? Like, they took away, like, like the when he was, like, the time splitter gimmick. Like, they kind of took that away. Now he's just wrestling in, like, trunks. Yeah. So, I don't have a problem with that, but I do think yeah. he doesn't he doesn't have much flair to his character. I mean, he's just kind of baby face, baby face champ right now. I think they need to like give him like something to like like a nice few. Give like, him something yeah. nice. Yeah, that like, cruiserweight division, they haven't really been doing much with it. Like, cause Santos, they move him up. I can't really think of who, who else is. Yeah, I don't think of who's I can't really think of who else is like running around in that division. I think they're gonna move Kushido up once he's done with the title too. I feel like NXT is kind of using the cruiserweight division right now to like move up people who aren't North American champion right now. I feel you. It's like we don't want them losing for that. The feeding yeah. for that division, yeah. I can see that. But I mean, who who would y'all say are like y'all top three acts that y'all look forward to seeing? Like when you tune in NXT, you like, all right, I know I want to see these three people. Like you know. Right um, now, Eli Drake and Kevin Grimes, like I've been enjoying. I will agree to that. There's skits that they've been doing. They've, they've been doing like very entertaining stuff between them. Like they have good chemistry. Yeah, I would say them, the like way. Hit row. Yeah, yeah. Hit row. them, the way, and Hit Row, pretty much my three. Yeah, I like, I like some Santos. I like some. I like Santos and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, like got all He finally got a dub this week, didn't he? So I'm glad they try, they trying to build up his equity a little bit too now. And that yeah, I think he needs American a feud division. again. Oh, I was about to say, who North American champ? I forgot that quick. Uh, I tuned in to see EO, but she's not really on it very often. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's champ right now. <laughs> but they haven't been on in like since they won it. 
Zoe Stark. I feel like she came out of nowhere, and she's just like, what? What, what is her character? Just like scrappy, baby scrappy face. rookie. Yeah, scrappy rookie. <laughs> I feel like she's benefiting from like the time she came in. Like she's not, she's really good, but also like she probably came in at a time where they needed like a high working like baby face that wasn't someone in a storyline. Yeah. And she's kind of just ran with it. I, I'm concerned about the wagging split up because I saw that Indy Hartwell did SmackDown Dark Match. Oh, so did she? she might, yeah, so she did might begin the call. I can see that. Dog, they trying to they trying to beef up this SmackDown women's roster. Like we could Yo, talk about it. They they went from having like nobody now to having like a couple couple hitters. It was like, they got Tony, <laughs> Zelina Vega. Really, she don't, I want to like her, but she don't really impress me at all in the ring. Like I she's like a great she, manager. Yeah, but, but she she's it's like she's not a believable ring. competitor. She's so small. I and was like, I thought that because be but because Tony Storm always has come across to me as like very short. She was like significantly bigger. She than had Zelina body Baker. on Zelina. That I was like, was "Yo, huge. her ass weighed more than half of Zelina Vega's body." I'm sorry. I'd, I'd buy Zelina as like in a tag team division. Yeah, yeah she's a that. partner with like some tall, Tamina. with like a taller rest. Oh no, not Tamina. Tamina it's always Tamina. We all like Tamina. Yeah, Natty, Tamina's like, all like, tag teamed out. It should be somebody. Honestly, I would throw Zelina on the NXT, but it should be somebody. Damn, uh, Jesse Camilla is that her name? Like, is it she? With, oh, yeah, they split her up because like Aliyah is going to the main roster now, too. I think, yeah, I could see Jesse Camille be like that could be a dope pairing, maybe. Who knows? Um, NXT was a win roster, put her with Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell is pretty big. Oh, Indy Hartwell was Alina. I can yeah. see that. Just throw it away on main roster. You just John, forget I don't think Johnny, leave. Johnny don't want to leave. He's scared. You know what's crazy? I think Candice LeRae would do like fine on the main roster. I think she'd be great. I think they'd be great on the main roster. I think they'd help each other. Like, because we, we talk about Johnny. Johnny is a solo act. I, I think he'd really do fine it, on the main roster be, too. With the way behind him, I think he could he could do some work. But he is like Mr. NXT, so who knows? I don't think they ever gonna love him. I feel they exhausted like almost everything. Like after the, the way, like they exhausted almost everything with Johnny mm-hmm. <laughs> that he can do. He's been babyface, been heel. He I hasn't had a solid. Now. He hasn't had a solid heel main title run. I mean, he had the North American title, but that that's all I need. Like, like I'm, yeah, I'm I want to see I'm him. Just like, him. I like Johnny Gargano, but it's like I can't fathom like to see him in NXT anymore. Bro, I like, would take the same setting. I would take a Johnny Gargano title run right now over Cross any day. Any, day. I mean that that's a given. Yeah, I, I hope hopefully Samoa Joe puts an end to it finally. At uh, could we see over. it? Could we oh, see no. it? That make, that, that's a fact. Would that, that make Joe? That would make Joe first three time NXT champ. It would, yeah. they right? Gotta do it. They got to do that. Do they got to do that shit. Please. They got. Yeah, they got to. They got to revive the brand. They yeah. Do Same shit they did with Finn. Honestly. You know, Joe's just like a transitional champion to somebody else. Like you got to take it off across mm-hmm. ASAP. Because I mean, so from what we saw on Monday, does this mean Cross is moving up though? Like. Is that is this happen or was this just like a little taste teaser? No, I think he's on like, Raw. I think uh, he's on Raw now, right? Because I uh, think NXT, next um, they they covered Samoa Joe said like he made like a reference to he said like how about like your 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 unauthorized like field trip yeah. they took last like last. That's why I think they're trying to play into it like for him not being like the legit champ because it's like he going off on Raw fucking around he losing dickhead like you over here embarrassing us you embarrassing everybody as a brand. 
going over here making your selfish decisions. You ain't even you ain't even take your homegirl with you to advise you. Like you out here just looking like an idiot. You embarrass yourself. Even in kayfabe, that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping this is cool. this is all. I'm hoping this is all working towards the storyline of just him, his downfall of his like legitimacy as a threat. Yo, how then, shitty was that promo they did too after the match was over? Where he's like, Jeff Hardy will fall. And pray. It's, it's like, like nigga, he just beat you in your first match. <laughs> <laughs> Are they trying to really put fall and pray on t-shirts? Like, is that where the goal is right now? See, I'd be clown, I'd be clowning like these, these goth uh wrestling gimmicks, but this shit really be like hella jokes, like when they all triple H's children. Triple H's children. Are you ready for the eventual uh Jackson Riker Karen Cross feud? <laughs> oh, I'm not. Feud or tag team? Oh, it's God, gonna be yeah, both. Tag team, tag team. <laughs> I'm gonna start as a tag team and then go into a feud. Oh man! And they're gonna oh. cover it heavily. I don't need Cross, man. I don't need him. So I'm hoping Joe takes that title. When are we getting? When's the next NXT show? Next takeover? Uh, I think it's the night after SummerSlam. Hopefully, okay. out of the CWC because I'm, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of. Yeah, it probably will be. He said it's in the CWC. Place oh. too. I'm sick of it. They need a different environment. And like, okay. maybe they need, like, I feel like NXT is too dark. NXT too, is sometimes. too dark. It's like, just like the lights. <laughs> it like makes you kind of sleepy. Sometimes. Walter, Walter vs. Dragunov 2 is happening at that takeover. Oh, is Walter going to be cleared by then? I don't know what he did to Hope his hand. So. Only matches we got announced for, yeah, I think they said he should be cleared. But then we got Karen Cross for Samoa Joe, NXT title. That's the only two right now. But, whew. Just get get that title across. But um, if we want to jump around a bit, should we oh. talk AEW first or should we talk outside the ring? What's going on with all these rumors and speculation? We can talk about the rumors and then transition into the show. Yeah. Um. So it's a lot. It's a lot going on outside the ring, man. We saw last week Jay White popped up in Impact. We talked about it a little bit. We see Impact is like that that little cross cross uh cross brand stomping grounds anybody can hop through there it's a lot of motion going on in the independent scene most recently the rumors that daniel bryan and cm punk well i mean that's not that's not independence technically because aw isn't really independent but rumors going on cm punk and daniel bryan are both possibly signed to aw right now as we speak just waiting on debuts we know we got a show coming up in Chicago soon. <laughs> so people expecting CM Punk to come out then. Like, I know we're tired. Of, we're tired of talking about this, like, after so many years, speculating on when CM Punk's coming back. But is it me or does this time, is this time, like, a real more solid, like, implication that we're getting a CM Punk return? Because, I mean, we got, who reported it? Sean Ross Sapp, was it? Or? Yeah, Sean Ross Sapp at Fightful. I think. Yeah. Somebody, like somebody else, no, somebody else reported to Brian. I think it's bodyslam.net. Yeah. But then Sean Rossap said, like, like that guy is like he has sources at AEW, so like he's he's a reputable guy. I'm pretty so. sure. Um, Dave Meltzer said something like he hasn't heard anything exactly like to, to confirm, but he said that, like, from what he hears, all implications lead to saying that like Daniel Bryan has already signed but Kenny Omega another thing that happened I think this happened like I think he was on like his his podcast or something Meltzer 
and he asked him about it and then Kenny kind of slipped up a little bit and then he said something like oh like when I faced it it's gonna be cool when I fit but then he like caught himself like he's like oh shit middle. so he, he I think I think these deals are like almost like as good as done between you know? like Daniel Bryan and CM Punk man this is this is like really exciting me because we talked about a few weeks ago we saw Andrade and Aleister Black popping up how that brought them into like serious like contendership with WWE like they have a such a solid main roster core now think about them adding CM Punk and Daniel Bryan to their roster oh man they are shot up like in terms of like their stake as a company like they are to the moon after that point because I don't feel like CM Punk is going to wrestle as much as people think he's going to I don't think I don't think he I needs feel like to. Daniel he Bryan don't he, he don't, he don't need to like you think about if you look at AW, they do a pretty good job at letting their roster kind of sit a little bit. They got a they got a pretty good density. They got all these shows, but even then, they don't have a lot of their like main like older guys competing every week. Like Christian, he'll have a match. He's only had like less. I'm pretty sure he's had less than ten singles matches thus far. He's had like two or three on Dynamite, I think. Yeah. Too. Like, so his record is like seven and one or something. Seven. I don't even know if he has a loss yet. But even look at Kenny Omega, the champ. He, I know he's a champion in his own echelon, but he doesn't, he doesn't wrestle every single week, you know. So seeing seeing Punk come back, even Daniel Bryan, who wants to spend more time with his family, like it's doable. And I think he went, he went to WWE and said, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to work with X, Y, and Z and do these things. WWE said that sounds great and all, but we can't do that because we got a selfish, stubborn old man at the helm who doesn't know how to cross, uh, who, who doesn't know how to share. So he said, all right, bet. I'm walking, and I'm going to go right over here. Tony Khan said, great, we can do this. Apparently, too, like, uh, one of the big catalysts was uh, the, the new, like, him wrestling in New Japan. That's why WWE yep. made that big push, like, a few weeks ago to, like, try to partner with New Japan for that that fell through. And that's why we had those rumors, like, oh, are they, they going to be doing it? And it's like, no, they just probably had a phone call with them, didn't really go anywhere, and there we have it. See, I think that's why Tony Khan – also did that like one weird promo where he was just like mm-hmm. just talking shit on the mouth because he knew maybe he that's knew when he knew man. maybe that's when he knew he had punk in his i mean he had daniel bryan in his pocket at least i, I think he knew that too i think he knew because he knew he had new japan in his pocket basically mm-hmm. so he knew he had brian i think that's like what he knew like like if i have new japan then i have daniel bryan yeah but i brought up the cross promotional shit like to preface this conversation on purpose because like when we talk about all this like involvement going on this paired with this news is like the stuff that excites me the most just like thinking about all this interaction that be going that could be going on between all these companies with the stars that we have now being dropped from wwe with punk and brian coming back this is a this is it this is about to be the boom period we've been talking about yo i don't know if i'm tripping if i'm just too hype about it hype off the milk of marknesia (laughs) <laughs> but I just think I just think we about wrestling is about to wrestling is about to fucking cook, bro. We but it's about to boil. We're sizzling right now in the pot. You see fucking Jay White. We we didn't even really we didn't even really really dive into like what that could mean. Like we haven't seen Jay White in America ever, like really. And this is happening. And now we got oh it's too much. Somebody help me. I'm going crazy. You think this is gonna be big enough to make wrestling like or at least bring more attention to wrestling? Or you think this is just big in the, in the realm of, like, the IWC? I think that's this a, is... That's a good question. I yeah. think it's just big in, like, 
um, the, like mostly in like the realm of wrestling, but I think mm-hmm. you could bring in like some more casual people or like yeah. laps fans. I think it ties in. in. I think it ties all in because it's big for us, the wrestling community. But when you think about that, it's also just like a snowball effect of if this gets bigger inside this little bubble, the potential for characters to pop off more, especially when you think about WWE being the machine that they already are, give, if they have that extra oomph or that spark that they need to be more motivated in dedicating time to their characters, who knows? Like, we could have so many more crossover stars. Like, we mm-hmm. already got Sasha, you know, doing shit. We got the Street Profits and Bianca in commercials now, you know? I just think overall for the business, this is going to be like such a huge period. And I think as long as we get some kind of motivation from them, we're going to be getting good shit regardless. Like it's mm-hmm. going to be us enjoying shit, but hopefully, hopefully that will expand a little bit. And I think this could also be a catalyst for AEW doing like a stadium show. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they, cause I feel like the past few weeks, they felt like a red hot company. Like, and this is before mm-hmm. like a potentially Daniel Bryan's at it or CM Punk, or Adam Page has that big moment that we all think that he's going to have when he becomes world champion. Like, it feels like like they're hot right now, but, like, they're about to get, like, way hotter mm-hmm. over the past next few months. They got a new show coming up in, like, weeks away. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's just, it's looking up, man. Her Baker's, really like, on, like, a tear right now, too. Like All of their champions, bro. All of their champions. Miro, Miro's operating in, like, level right now too got jay cargo man not jay cargo yet but they saving it so yo jake rampage is debuting august 13th okay i think i think a year from now a year from now we're gonna get jade and stride that's kind of quick that's kind of quick if you think about that development you're right it might be quick but but think about like the type of star that she could be it's like yeah. Bianca, like, like they kind of waited, but Bianca was was training for a lot longer than Jing was though too. Mm. She was in NXT for like three, four years before she got caught up. So it's crazy to think we're getting this boom with AEW. Is it too? Is it very soon, or is it like kind of just on time? I mean, it's been around. It's almost been two years now, right? Coming up in October. The pandemic too. Like I think yeah. that's I think that's what made people have more confidence that they didn't falter really. Like yeah, during they, the stay, they stay, they stay solid. strong. They stay strong. They had a lot of leeway, honestly, though, <laughs> being in Florida. I mean, no, and Florida having access to, to Daily's yeah, place too. Like, I think that helped them a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. I mean, like they stay solid during the pandemic, even in the early stages before we had the Thunderdome. They were kind of ahead of the game with WWE with a lot of their moves. I remember like the first few weeks, like switching the hard cam over to like that one like to the view of this like the ramp which is like a big decision for them because at first WWE just had it pointed at the empty chairs in the crowd oh yeah like stupid <laughs> WWE first week I mean AEW first week out was like nah put the camera to the stage it was the little shit like that to where AEW was like they kind of had a better mind state about certain things but the roster like that was there like in the crowd too mm-hmm. so at least have like a little bit of noise so yeah now now that things are coming back to normal hopefully people start getting vaccinated we can keep this we we'll have to go into another shutdown. Oh my god! Please just get back, like, oh, damn, bro! All these people out here <laughs> spreading yeah. fake facts, like, oh I know, man! I don't know what to think. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what yeah. to say. Yeah. To keep your mask on. Is it our fault, Dylan? Is it? Is it our? It, fault? it is not our fault, but you we know. got vaccinated, like like they told us. We listened. We, we took the risk listen. of getting chips implanted. 
Well, <laughs> let's blame this on the NXT ref. <laughs> We're blaming Drake Ward. Drake Ward. This is Drake Ward's fault. <laughs> God damn it, Drake Ward. Um, but anyway, what else? What else happened this week, man? Um, let, let's let's. Oh, should this. we get into the show? Oh. We didn't actually talk about AEW. Yeah. Yeah, we talked. We talked about the actual show. Um, I, honestly, I don't remember really what happened. The the biggest thing that happened was Lance Archer finally getting a. Big oh yeah, win. he won. His, yeah, he won. Finally, they start which treating is, him. Which is necessary because I think like he was in danger of becoming like a guy you don't really take seriously in big yeah. matches because he lost so many of them. So he got the NGPW US title in his hometown too. Dallas. Now is, or, is Moxley finally gonna sit his ass down for a little bit? No, Moxley coming back. I think I think Moxley's gonna he's gonna keep going. Mm. That that is a man that uh loves wrestling. Well, so do we. <laughs> um, he, lo- he loves he loves putting his body in danger. Speaking of which, uh, oh, speaking of which, somebody that also knows about putting people's bodies in danger in his own Nick Gage. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that did happen. That was that had me that had me like piped up a little bit. I was a little I was a little hyped over that because like yeah. I never really I've only ever heard stories and myths about the man known as Nick Gage. A man that robbed the bank without a mask on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did he really? That's he got arrested. Uh, yeah. They got him so uh, that that shit they said about him dying during the match did that really happen? Yeah, it did. He did. He actually died during a death match tournament. He got a helicopter. He got helicoptered like to like a hospital. Died in the in the helicopter. He was dead for like seven or eight minutes before they revived him. Yo, that's some hard shit. That's some hard shit right there. And, he, and like this video, it's from the dark side of the ring. What's like, cause he got like cut like really bad. Like that's why he's like bleeding out like badly. And he still wanted to like come back and finish the 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 match. And then like the medical staff there was like, no, like you can't do that. So, so he showed up. He's, he's, he's like going to be facing, he's fighting Jericho next week. In a no rules match. Yo, what? But he's doing some crazy shit. But unfortunately, too, Paymaker Chris Jericho, where he looks, he's got to be the only one that finds that shit cool. The best Chris Jericho, baby. (laughs) He looks like he looks like he looks he looks he looks looks awful (laughs) with that makeup on. Yeah, I was trying to be I was trying to be I was trying to be like diplomatic about it, but no, he just looks terrible with that. that Is it Marilyn Manson inspired? Is that what it's supposed to be? Like, I don't. Forty-seven. I don't know. It could be, but he just—it it looks. The makeup looks terrible. It looks like. Oh yeah, yeah. He, and he's he's fifty years old too. It's like a, it's like a demented clown kind of look. He and he's like a, a big demented jackass. Too. <laughs> that's just, that's just Jericho would say too. <laughs> 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 to Jericho would definitely call somebody that. Oh yeah, yeah. Anything else on AEW? How did I totally forget everything? Did I really watch the show? Uh, you had Britt Baker and Nyla Rose in in their uh that title match. That ended in some some boo boo, right? I think she went. I thought she, she went did win. It, it was it was some stuff going on. I forget. Um, bit break is over. We are, we we did talk. I think she that. broke her wrist too during that match. Is she? Yeah. Uh oh, is she gonna be missing time? No, she said. I think she posted like Instagram that she wouldn't miss time. She okay. break her wrist. All right, cool, cool. Um, y'all want to get into SmackDown before we close this thing out? Let's oh, yeah. get into it. 
So SmackDown started this week. Yep, that's what we heard. Open the show just like Raw. John Cena oh, wait, came wait, wait, wait. out. We gotta do the build up. We gotta do the build up. We gotta do the boom. No, oh, what is he doing? All right, let me stop. He's in the Fergie version. The best like entrance themes have like a build-up to it. Yeah. That's, that's so, what I've realized. You just <laughs> cut off all the build-ups now. They just go right into it. Yo, entrance themes are ass now. They are. I hate real. I hate when Rhea Ripley song hit. I hate it. I hate that shit. But I'm oh, sorry. I, something I'm... that always gets a pop though is Cena's entrance always. And he always has a way to have the crowd just like in the palm of his hands. But I'm so glad Roman said what he said at the end of the show. I'm glad too. Because oh, that's yes. a, that's exactly oh, how man. I was feeling when he that. was. When he came out in that opening promo and he was just like saying his normal shit, like the people deserve to see Roman and John Cena face to face. So come on out, Roman. I'm glad Roman didn't come out because he made a point like the shit felt stupid. And like when John gets involved, storylines tend like they they start to feel dumb and like carny. Like, like, you know what I mean? I started to see it and I was like, okay, maybe I don't want to like what what is this about to look like? Because I don't want to see just John Cena coming out here just being like everybody behind me and like i don't know just like the the capping for the crowd and then like just playing so directly into their hand it's Bro, too I, obvious to me like it's too it's too cheesy like you know i even sense it in the chat i'm like yeah i'm not gonna lie this this scene of probably hitting but i'm like <laughs> yeah, you come right, you come right. with the same insults that mm-hmm. may have been true time, like yeah. four years ago but smackdown does not suck under roman reigns like yeah i'm like roman so reigns far, is like bro. running everything like he is literally in his prime, so like the shit you're saying about him right now makes no sense. So like like Cena has not been watching yeah. wrestling. <laughs> he should have came out and actually acknowledged him. Like pun, pun intended. Like he should have came out and said, like, Roman, I respect like what you're doing, like your run or whatever, but at the you're same not better time, than me. Yeah, you're not better than me. They they should have just kept it at that and not him just being oblivious of to, to what Roman has been. I mean, whatever. He's been getting away with wins by hook or by crook. However he gets it, he gets it. But See, I would have gonna... liked if he came and at least showed some sort of sign that he's in tune with what's happening. Lace Stage Cena is, like, very smarky. That's kind of Cena's character. His last few years, like, full-time, like, he was always, like, dropping, like, insider references and stuff and, like, references, like, to burying people and people can't get over mm-hmm. and stuff. Like he he's been very like inside for like a, a while now. <laughs> I think so it's cool. I, I don't think it, I don't think it helps. I think kind of like helps a lot. But mm-hmm. Roman came out later and he answered all of our all of our problems, all of our uh, our prayers. You know, he sick promo. Cut that promo. Honestly, it seemed like Cena wrote that shit for him. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Nah, oh, no, this, put, put, some, put some respect line, on the that time missionary line. Past, the past year, Robert. This man, that missionary line he, hit he, too he made the, good. When he yo, was he, like, it's the, like missionary. The women, oh, women gasped in the crowd when he said that. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you reference oh, sexual <laughs> innuendos. This really is TV PG. <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah, man, like Roman cut his ass. 
Like I, I'm waiting to see them actually face to face to face to face. We have not seen it really. I'm like Mike the Mike. But Went over here. They left Tried us. The chief. Oh yeah, always. They left us wondering though, are we gonna be getting Cena Roman? Like we thought. Yeah, most definitely. We are. We're definitely not get we're not not getting this match. It's just so not gonna be straightforward. What about you don't think Roman and Finn is where we're going? Because no, that's that's, that's where we're happens. going to. It's we're probably going after. That's on the way. Yeah. It's on the way, or is after? We're going. We're going before, and then some shenanigans are going to be afoot okay. in that match, and then to pick it up after Cena leaves. So where does that leave Finn Balor for SummerSlam? <sighs> Maybe Sami Zayn gets involved. I don't know. Okay. They already did that. They already. They already recycled. They already Honestly, I don't want to see him in a feud with Sami. I'm glad they kind of just blew it off, and that was it. I, I thought it was cool just for him to get a moment, a pop out of him. But as far as a feud, I don't want Sammy. I don't want Finn to be a plate, a character that's played with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sammy, Sammy's character is too jokey for me right now, at least for Finn. So like throwing him in this main event scene just to pop yeah, up and remind oh, people. Right. I kind of second week. Second yeah. week he came back to remind people like, nah, I'm in this main event title picture. You're not telling me nothing else. Yeah, I ain't going I think- for no IC title. I ain't doing all that shit. That needed to happen. That like yeah. ending segment with Roman, because like I was even kind of getting mad during the, the Sami Zayn match. I'm like, I love Sami Zayn, but it's like, why why is he beating up Finn right now? Like, mm-hmm. Finn Finn is above that right now. Finn was just killing niggas on NXT with the with the exception of, <clears throat> but yeah. you know you got to get Finn up there like right away. See, I don't see now you brought that up. I don't know if he has a match then on SummerSlam. They it maybe gets involved in the the main event that's some for some reason, but I don't think I don't think you should have matches to have a match. Do you think the they have a qualifying match, him and Cena? I don't want to see Cena go over Finn. That's a problem. Yeah. I, yeah. I was wondering if Cena would be in the ring before SummerSlam. If he wants to like, like lock it up with somebody before just to get just to get, you know, worked out a little bit. I think he's been doing like the dark matches, like after the show, like just like the six man tags, just to get yeah. like a little bit. Of oh, really? Yeah, he had a dark match. Okay. I don't remember who it was against, but it was like a tag team match. So, I, but, but I could see him like they, they could build that up for like a week. Like, oh, Cena's invert return. He probably face yeah, like yeah, Seth yeah. Rollins or something. I could see him face Seth. Oh, speaking of. But that, neither of them should lose, though. So that's kind of hard. I thought that was the segment of the night. The, uh, oh, yeah. The the Edge and Seth, yeah, uh, promo. Seth's been killing on the mic too. He's he's I really like this like Plus. Joker character he's doing now. <laughs> yeah, like, what yeah. the what the yeah. maniacal laugh? He's always been good with the maniacal laugh. I feel like he's gotten more like the past like few weeks, especially like talking to the, the Edge. Like he's gotten more vicious with it. Like he mm. still has kind of like the jokey tone, but like what he's saying is like he's like he's gonna stomp his neck again. <laughs> like yeah, when he puts he's like when I put my foot. On your neck. <laughs> Looks I like Willy Wonka to pull the trigger. More uh, maniacal now. Yeah. yeah, he's not. He's not playing it for comedy as much as as he was. He seems like unwell, <laughs> like mentally unwell. Um, what else happened on SmackDown? Baron Corbin, also another another, another favorite Corbin. of mine. Another <laughs> favorite. I never thought I'd say this, but Baron Corbin. What that I told y'all, part. I told y'all he would come out with the with the unkept hair with the buzz. You was like, that shit is not gonna grow. I got a stain on his shirt. Every week oh, is oh my god. Every week is longer shirt. and worse and worse. 
That's commitment. I, I appreciate the commitment to character because he's got to he's got to go home to his wife. I'm telling you, how, how many weeks until he get the change jar out? S two C prediction. S two C prediction. In two weeks, Baron Corbin will have a a jar out asking people to put donations in it. <laughs> yeah, did you see the three segment, weeks? The segment with Kevin Owens. Too. Actually, I, I kind of hope they, they, they form a tag team or something. Like Kevin tries to help him get back on his feet. <laughs> Cause like the same with like with the shots he like shot him with like the football in the nuts and then he like because after Kevin just gave him some money and then Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode just come and steal yeah, it. That shit was funny. I, <laughs> I was like, like what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was funny. I was like, who wrote this? He <laughs> just yeah. get it says terrible luck. SmackDown is just a different world than world, man. It really is different. I mean. That's a really good point you brought up. How like they actually treat NXT people with respect on SmackDown. I never noticed that because all the callers they've had recently they got dubs. Like come on, Shotzi, Shotzi and Knox. I don't know why the match wasn't for the tag titles this week. Should have just been for it. Mm-hmm. They beat them twice. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. They gotta get those those tag titles off of Natalya and Tamina. Yeah. They got Tamina inexplicably got a huge pop at WrestleMania, and then she's gotten crickets. <laughs> Ever since. I don't know why. Thing. Why did she get the know. most bizarre thing that that happened at WrestleMania? Because I like think the crowd was like super happy to be in a WWE show. Yeah, they not that she for, didn't deserve they it. Pop it. What if they just like pop for her like ironically? Because like just because like it's Tamina, like nobody would really expect to be hype <laughs> over Tamina. They were just so hyped to see anybody. They were like, "Fucking Tamina's here!" Like, come on, let's give it up. Uh, the one thing I wish I had like more time, which they actually like let him go through with, was when Big E came out and he's about to cut a promo and nurturing you deserve it. And then they had like the typical like everybody comes in. Um, yeah, I wish they just let him have that moment where he just like like talks the crowd for like like a couple minutes and they, they let him like soak that in. I thought that was yeah. really weird because it literally went nowhere. It's like, I didn't know what was going on until Cesaro came. I was like, yeah, everyone's out here, but, you know, Apollo, you over there, I'm after your Intercontinental title. And it's like, oh, is that what this is about? I thought this was about Big E. Apparently, they, they, that's what they aired during the Rolling Loud match, like a six-man with, like, was like Nakamura and Cesaro and Big E versus uh, the Dirty Dogs and Apollo. So that's what the live crowd in Cleveland saw. Oh, they had a different match going on? Yeah, like during when they were airing like the, the Rolling Loud uh, matches uh, yeah. on SmackDown for like the live crowd, like in the arena, they had like that match going on during it. I was looking for tweets to see what people were saying like at the show. I couldn't really find anything though. They also had like McAfee, like even doing this like thing in their commercials to get like the crowd like hyped up. Like after commercials, where he it's like the McAfee minute, I think they're calling it, where he just grabs a mic, just like like ad libs basically and freestyles, talks to the crowd, gets them hyped up. Yeah. All right, so did y'all have anything else on SmackDown before we we head on out? Because it's something else I got. I got prepped. Um, uh, before next it. week's show, I would like to determine who the next. NPC champion is so oh, we're going this quickly we're moving quick because that's what this Wednesday we have AEW fight for the fallen 
seems like they got a special event every damn week now. <laughs> Hailing from uh, from Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte Flair. Okay. I think. Let me see this card. It's kind of easy. It's kind of an easy card. Nah, I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it off. Too easy. Too easy of a card. Too too easy. Oh, we got the bean switch here. The crowd's booing now. They thought they were getting a title match. <laughs> they thought they were getting a title match. Yeah, they thought we were getting a title match. Nope, it's not happening. Sorry. I mean, we can run down the card, and I bet Tell you we it, can it, all it. predict the same things if you want. We're doing a bait and switch here on the crowd. We got Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus versus the HFO. Oh, we know who's going to win that. Christian Cage and yeah, exactly. boys. Uh, we got Santana and Ortiz with Conan against FTR. Tully Blanchard. Um, I'll probably go Santana and Ortiz with that, too. I mean, eh, maybe, maybe. Um, IWGP US title, Lance Archer, who won it just last week, will defend against Hikuleo. Lance going to defend that. Yeah. And then five labors of Jericho. Jericho's going to have a no rules match against Nick Gage. Jericho has to win in order to face MJF. So he's going to win. <laughs> 10 man elimination tag. Uh, the Elite versus Hangman Page and Dark Order. Again, Hangman Page and Dark Order have to win to get tag, t- to get tag title shots. And for Adam Page to get a shot at Kenny Omega. So they're going to win. There you have it. So. That goes 100%. That means that uh, that means that the title was vacated between the three of us. And oh, no, 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 no. I'll be able to compete no. in the next competition. No. It can't go down like that. Well, I guess we'll have to see what happens. You, you can't. You can't. Hey, what just happened? He said that if he goes 100% on Fight for the Fallen, the AEW show this week, that he's back in the title picture. The oh, fuck out of here. No, no. You can't, you can't do oh, that. Fuck that's out of here with that. That's all it is. <laughs> you can't do Look, that. Look, that's what they booked. That's what this booking says right here. I thought, I thought you were the baby face on this. It says it this, on the script. Of this of this title picture. I'm also the, here? I'm the main booker. I'm the main booker. I'm turning heel oh, and I'm booking myself. I'm booking myself more. This nigga booking himself. That shit. This nigga's going into business for himself. Because you got... No chance. Da, 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 da. I'm t- I'm taking my name. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm visiting man. I'm not even. I'm not even again. here. I'm not even here at this show. I <laughs> took my title at the beginning of the night. My two titles actually. I went home. You know, I'll I'll be back next week. And I don't know what this thing is talking about, but I'm you know champ champ. So you're contracted to compete under my stipulations that we wrote out. Nigga, I ain't signed no contract. Under S2C contract. Contract. S2C contract. Yeah, I'm Anyways. taking my title and I'm going home. We'll see what happens at Fight for the Fallen. We'll see. We'll see if my stipulation stands. We'll see. We'll see. Why are y'all so scared? It's only if I go 100%. I ain't scared. I just like to defend my titles on the biggest of the big occasions. I feel like you need to climb the ladder first. You know? Yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't get the pay per view. We, we both got the pay per view wins. Like, and, where's yeah, the story? You're just gonna be playing hot potato with my goal. Like, <laughs> come on now. All right, fine. We got. All right, we got to stop putting the predictions title up on the line. We gotta stop. <laughs> We're like we the attitude area here. We're doing it too much. <laughs> just... Putting it up too much. It's because Dynamite keep having shows, man. They keep having like big things that they call like special events. We're like NXT. We have to counter program that. <laughs> to, to, to keep up. All right. How about this? We'll save 
the NPC title for SummerSlam, and then I'll, I'll be back in the race. You know what? Back at the races. No, deal. Deal. We'll do that. All right. But so, so are we co-champions then? Am I a two-time NPC champion? No, the title is just on my shoulder since this wasn't the decisive winner. Get the fuck out of here. No. Nah. <laughs> it's either it's either Y'all pinned each other. Hashem, if you still a champion, then. <laughs> it ended in double D. We, we can both be champion. It could be like uh, uh, John Cena, CM Punk. It's a, yeah, it's an inner, yeah, John Cena, CM Punk. Or, or did we do that storyline already? Yeah, we did do that already. I okay, mean, it's a, a, a Santos Escobar uh, devil. I'm, I'm a Santos Escobar in that, in that occasion, though, so. Here we go again. Here we go again. Santos Escobar. All right. Anyway, man, let's head out of here. It's been your boys of Fabulous Three Bros. Bring you another episode of S2C. You can follow us on Twitter at sub number two change pot. Follow me at Vince McMahon's. You dig? Follow me at Chad Gelfan. And catch me at the wrestling stage. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Simville because I am, you know, the villain of the championship. That's villain with the Y. Thank you. We out. Peace. The title is vacated. No, no. wait, what? Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs>